Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. What if you were told that you had six months to live? Welcome to the Austin J. Haynes, Austin James Haynes podcast. It's time to get free, stay present, and move forward. And we have an incredible story for you today. I'm joined by Candace Donovan here next to me. And that was exactly what happened to Candace. She was told she had six months to live. And that was 30 years ago. Share this, chime in if you're on the live, if you're on the podcast, you're in for an incredible story. So Candace, I wanna welcome you to the podcast. I'm glad we had this opportunity. And I wanna point out that we are face-to-face. We're not doing this virtually. Right. Because I wanted to get together with you and make sure we extract your story and, and really just grab the essence of it because it's an incredible story. And yes, should be okay. If you're on the if you're on the stream here, give us a sound check. But I want to go back because, and I also want to point out that you and I went to high school together. Yes, we did. Which yes. is another incredible story. And that's when you're trying to figure life out, and you're trying to figure out who you are, and oh, going yeah. through all the stuff that we all go through. Yep. And I had only heard dribs and drabs of your story, you know, because after high school, when everything really came up for you quick. So I'd like yes. to, you know, go back and. Talk about the age that you were, what happened, okay. and uh, are you willing to share this? Absolutely, I'm, very, I'm going to be very translucent today, and you know, just be very vulnerable and answer questions that you need to be. Right, well, I, I appreciate that. I'm honored here to be able to share time with you today, and your story is uh, sacred, and uh, I know it's going to shed light for lots of people out there. So be sure and share this with anybody who's struggling today, and if you're on the podcast, make sure you go over to the YouTube channel, Austin J. Haynes. It's, uh, the live video can be seen there. And if you're on the YouTube, make sure you go over to the podcast and you can subscribe. So Candace, talk about your story. Let's go back. Okay. What year was it? How old were you? What happened? Um, it was 1993, August 23rd of 1993. I was just 21. 21, okay. Right. But my sim- symptoms started back in high school a little bit, my senior year. So this was going on your senior year in high school? Yes. You had, so what were the symptoms? Um, well, I, my senior, I left um, right before senior year at Holy Cross and switched over to Morristown. I remember that. Because my boyfriend was at Morristown. Um, I was in gym class and we had a run and I remember feeling like my body was just exhausted, like that cold exhaustion that threw me and I wasn't able to keep up like I used to be able to. Um, and you know, gym teachers are just like, come on, move it, move it, move it, move it. And I kept moving, but I felt weird. Um, and it happened a few times off and on. Then I, did, I kind of ignored it and uh, graduated, didn't do any more sports, the soccer, the swimming. So I kind of got a little bit lazy, I want to call it, so I blamed it on laziness. Then I had a baby and going up a hill in the Poconos was like torture. My body. Like walking up a hill? Walking up a hill. It's like a hike or something. Yeah, I was pushing the coach and my body was just like, and it just, just wouldn't. Kind of shutting down. Shutting down. And I so stumbled. So you, you knew something was going on, I knew you just didn't know what. Right, and I actually. And when, how old were you at this time? 20. You were 20? 20. Okay, so you're 20. And I actually, my foot didn't lift and I actually fell and scraped my knee really bad. And I remember my, my mom saying, when we get home, we'll go to the University of Pennsylvania, 
maybe it's from giving birth to the baby or your hips might be out of line or something. Okay. Which happens. Right. Yeah. So hold that thought. I just want to give, we have some live listeners on here. We have Kay Gibbons is on here live on Facebook. Thank you, Kay, for joining us. And feel free to share this. This, this is a, an incredible story that you're going to hear. So you are now 20. You go to, do you go to University of Penn? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Which is a great hospital. Um, went into orthopedics. They laid me down. They said, do this, do that. I had no problems. And they said, lay on your back and I lift up my leg. And my leg only lifted about that far off the table. And they said, it's not orthopedic. You need a neurologist. They shipped me around the corner to the neurology section. They did a EMG, which is the um, electrical impulses, and a nerve voltage conjunction, convulsion text. And that's where they put, it's almost like a, um, a plug, mm-hmm. and they hook it up with electrical currents to go through your body. And at that moment, the doctor comes back in and says, well, I'm glad you're sitting, and mom, how about you have a seat, and we'll talk. And, he says, well, we got some news that's not very good. And I was like, okay, you know, what is it? And uh, they said, you have something called ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. And I was like, okay, how do we fix it? Like, I had no clue anything So about you had it. no idea what was going on? No idea what was going on. And I remember the room. It was a green operating room, it looked like. I remember my mom... <laughs> crying really hard because I was the only child and my dad passed and I was 13 months old. She never remarried and I can't lose my baby. And I'm just sitting there like, what does this mean? He's like, looked at my mom, looked at me, goes, you need to go home and prepare your house. Um, she probably has about six months to live by the so, way. So during this session, you're, you're, you're not sure, you're confused, you're thinking, let's fix this. Yeah. And then he says, you, you, you probably have six months to live. Yeah, now, about what, six what, months. What, I can't even imagine. What, what did you, did, were you just in awe? Did you react? Did you just kind of, were you just like. I kind of looked at him and it re- <clears throat> repeated several times in my head, like, I've got six months. And I'm going, oh, September, October, November, December. Jump. So you started then, counting. I started counting. When am I going to die? When am I going to die? i got six months. Um, and then, like I said before, I kind of got that roller skate belly. You're like you kind of lose your belly and yeah you kind of feel like you're you're just yeah yeah like going up on a roller coaster yeah. before you had to yep and um i just kind of didn't hear anything else but six months and realizing i was pregnant dying like january or february and um and well, your, your mom was with you too my mom so was your with mom, me. Your yeah. mom i can't even imagine yeah so they did is your mom still alive? No, my mom passed away 18 years ago. Oh, that's right. You mentioned yeah. that. I lost my... Actually, today's the anniversary of my, my dad's dad. passing. Yeah. yeah, I'm very sorry about no, that. No, thank you. But, she, she, um, I remember looking at him, and I don't know where it came from, but I looked that doctor straight in the eyes, and I said, you are so wrong. I am Irish. In Irish, we fight everything, and we fight it hard. And um, I just... Remember walking up this, it felt like the longest hallway of my life. It was my mom crying. And I'm just walking like, I'm gonna be dead in six months. I just turned 21. I have a baby. What do you, I can't, I, are you kidding me? Like, it just never. Now, I wanna stop for a minute. And do, do you know that the, the statistics for Lou Gehrig's? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what are they? 
Um, where the statistics are, there's 5,000 new diagnoses a year. Okay. Okay. The average life is five years, two to five years, depending upon where it comes on set. There's different forms. Um, I was like lower extremities, which is a little bit slower sometimes. Um, the average age is 55 to 70, and men are more likely to receive ALS than women. And if you were in the military, you have a very, very high chance of receiving ALS. So, general, general look, somebody gets diagnosed, they have a two to five year Life window of lifespan. Yeah. Now, why did they give you six months at that time? Um, because my my nerve voltage test showed that my nerves were dying very fast. They were so they saw the atrophy. They saw the atrophy. Was, was that an accelerated rate? Yes. Okay. Yes. So now you 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 go home, right? You you dealt with you're left with this diagnosis. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Like what, what did you prepare? Like did your mom immediately? Did you sit? Did you react right away? Did you just kind of? I kind of took it in. I remember uh, my mom making several phone calls and I can hear her crying in another room. And then I remember my dad's uh, brother, Larry, and his family coming over and their son, Danny, um, just hugging me and crying. And I'm still, I want to say numb, not quite sure what's going on, but everybody around me is crying. I was just on six months, six months. That's all I kept hearing was six months in my head. Can you imagine being this, told this, and what would you do? And here, this was 30 years ago. And what's interesting is Candace, we just did an event called Bring Your Gifts here in Cherry Hill, and Candace came up and told her story. And I'm gonna do that now. I'm gonna share some of this video for you. Uh, we'll share a little clip of it. This is Candace coming to one of the events that I hosted, and she came up and she told her story. And you can watch the full video. I'm just gonna share a couple minutes now, and then we're gonna come back and hear the rest of the story. And uh, Janie, Janie's on here. She says, you're a fighter. Thank you, Janie. That's scary, yeah. So, uh, you know, again, just um, share this with anybody who needs to hear it. Let's, let's see if I can cut over to the video. And if you're on the podcast and you're getting this after, be sure to go over to the YouTube channel because you'll be able to see the video here that we're gonna share. And let's see if I can pull that up here. I'm gonna encourage you to go find that and I'm gonna put that up on the screen and I'll tell you how you can help out and what's going on. But if you go to, if you search, the easiest way is to search GoFundMe, Lady with ALS Needs. You can see it at the screen there. Just go into your Google and just see GoFundMe lady with ALS needs. The organizer is Colleen A. Colleen A. And you can watch the full video of Candace's story. And you can also donate. So we'll get to that. Candace is uh, in a situation that, and you just you just got it. You just got your, a job. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But let's go. Let's go finish the rest of the story here. Okay. You. Um, so now you're you're cycling through this diagnosis. Yes. Why don't you take us from there? Um, so I figured that um, I wasn't married, I was planning my wedding, and after my... So you were planning your wedding that you got to that? Yes, yes. I was, I got engaged um, the Christmas before. Wow. To my high school sweetheart, yeah. Wow. Yep. 
So um, I counted the six months. I kind of lived on the edge. No, were, you on a, were you on like a roller coaster the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Like, like desperate, depressed, I, trying to, trying to I was live life? Trying to be, I was trying to be, um, how I, I was trying to live my life to the fullest, not doing crazy things, but, but just but doing things like trying to make memories, taking pictures of. So give everything. me an example. What did you do that that stands out? Like one thing that really stood out. It stands out that you did that you wouldn't have normally did. I want to say that I made um, the big old VHS cameras. You know those big ones. Back in the back in the back day. In, back when we were children, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had to carry this lug on you. I constantly did videos for my, my son. Like I wanted- Of you? Of me. So you were like leaving messages. I was leaving messages. Kind of like the Michael Keaton movie. I guess so, yeah. Similar, yeah. Similar, I was- um, Now how old was your son at this time? At that time he was two months old. So he had no idea. He had no idea what and was going on. And that's why, so you wanted to leave something. I wanted to leave, I was thinking my son's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be like eight months and not even know his mom. Um, I was writing letters and I was, trying to do everything I could to leave a legacy for him to remember me or at least know of me. Wow. Yeah. So six months gets gets there. Six months gets which there. Be January, right? About January, February, yeah. And uh around this time. Yeah, right around coming up would be that. And I was like, okay, um, Coming down to the days, because you know you figure August 23rd, January 23rd, February 23rd, you know, it's getting close to those, to the day. Because when you're young, you don't understand things like that. It's just black and white. And uh, when I lived past six months, I was like, huh, okay, I'm not dead. So then I just kept, and then it was like, okay, I'm seven months. I'm eight months, and then so now, now you, instead of counting down, you started to count. count up. I started counting so up. So you switched it. I switched it over to like, hey, I'm seven months now. I'm a year. I'm a month over. I'm eight months. I'm nine months. Oh my God, I'm out of year. So what I did? No, no. Just before. Yep. Did you go back for like a diagnosis? Did they say? Did they give you an updated diagnosis? They didn't. They um, just kind of left it with. They that. let it go. So with now that. you're you're up to your, your. I'm up to myself because they said with ALS, there's nothing they can do for you. It's a terminal disease. Um, go home and prepare. Now, did you did you do anything different with your like? Did you try to heal yourself in any way? Did you do anything different? The only thing I did different was when we talked about deja vu. I oh. went to see Mother Catherine Drexler, and I prayed over her tomb. My family and I did. So you did some. You did prayer. I did prayer, and I, I prayed. Pray for healing. I prayed for healing. I prayed for peace. I prayed for the fear to go away. And, so, and, and all those things happened. Oh yeah. So the, yeah. The, you know. The, whether you believe it, like that you prayed yeah. for healing, peace, and for the fear to go away, is that true? Well, the healing obviously is still going on. The peace, it depends comes upon, and comes and goes, yeah. but the fear's always there. Fear's always the there. fear is always there. And I know you can't have faith and fear together. Right, yes, yes. But some days the fear of, could this be my last day I can use my arms? Or could this be the last day I can swallow? You know, that's always when I choke on something now, to eat. Is this what Steve, um, Steve Hawkins had? He had the same thing. Yes. So if you know yeah. Stephen Hawking, the brilliant, um, what was he, a uh, scientist. scientist. Yeah. He had the same thing. And um, actually, he was diagnosed around the same time. Wasn't he, he was. He lived um, a long time. 
But the difference with Steve is he became atrophy hardened very, very fast. If you notice, he was very yes, deformed. Yes, yeah. I remember. Anyways. Where I still have the um, mobilities and the speaking and everything. Candace, you're, you're amazing. I I'm just want to you know, keep, you. keep praying. Yeah, thank you. You're already beating the odds. And, um, and that goes to what we're talking. And, and by the way, you lost your job pre-COVID. Because I just want to point out, uh, you can talk about this, that you went on to live, you went on to live your life. I did. I you, went so on. So talk about that. I did. I went on after my year anniversary. Just let you know, I called the doctor August 23rd of every year. And, and Tilly, I received on the other end that he passed away. But I just wanted him outlived to know. the doctor. I outlived the doctor. That was a doctor in uh, University of Penn. I retired one doctor, Dr. Leo McCluskey. He's now in the Carolinas with a winery. So outlived one and retired one of them. And, and now I'm on my third I a, doctor. I need a clap. I got to get a bell. and I, 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 gotta, I keep forgetting to bring the bell. We're going to add the bell to this, but that's really great. So now I'm on my third doctor at uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Well, good for you. It's a, it's a beautiful story. And and you don't have a book yet, right? I don't. So we're gonna I get don't. that done. We gotta, we gotta yes. get that done for you because you need to tell your story. I did, and like you said, I, I went on and got, I went on after um, I beat my one year, after I beat my six months, I got my medical um, MST, which is multi-cell technician. So I worked in a doctor's office, helping the sick and taking blood pressures and vitals and everything. Became the office manager. Um, had two more children because the doctor said. I wasn't uh, familiar, which is where the gene is carried over into people of ALS. I was spontaneous, and my children couldn't get it, so I had two more kids after that. And so, so, going from six months to live has two more children. So, again, thank you. <laughs> good for you to live to go on and you know not be just like today. You've conditioned yourself to feel the fear mm -hmm. and live anyway. Right? Yes, yes. And that's what you did. That's what I did. I conditioned it to realize every day is different. Every day is a change in my body. And I learned to live with the new normal. So you lost your job pre-COVID, you got your job. You got a new job now. Yes. So I want to I want to get people to tell people what's going on in your life now, because I want them to. There's people that are going to want to help you, and I definitely want to. We got a little connection going. So. We're good over there, but let us know if our connection's good and continue with. Um, okay, so uh, pre-COVID, I worked at Walmart. I worked in that little self-checkout area. Loved it. Loved working there. Um, fortunately, I'm allergic to Miralax, which makes you allergic to the COVID vaccine and any um, fighters to go against it. So I had to obviously stop working. And in that time, I used all my savings that I had um, to survive. Because um, I tried to get food stamps, but it said that I was still getting alimony. Well, my husband wasn't working either. So I didn't, I couldn't get food stamps. It was either food or this or my car payment or something. It was kind of like crazy. Um, and finally said to my doctor, I need to go back to work. He said, you can, as long as, you know, you stay away from like the main public. 
So I prayed and prayed and did prayer requests at a church, and um, I finally got a job at a wonderful place. Thank you. Thank you. It's a receptionist at Total Rehab in Morristown. Okay. They are the most amazing place to ever work for. If you ever need anybody to eat. There you go. Place. A little plug for uh, little Total, plug Total, for Total, Total Rehab, Rehab in Morristown. That's great. Best people you can work for. Um, and I'm part-time on Monday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday nights, 4 to 8, and then all day Saturday. What happened is, is that um, I make, I was living off of Social Security and alimony. Um, That's now, going away. Well, my alimony is for life. Okay. Because he married me disabled. Okay. Which is not around anymore, ladies or gentlemen. Just let you know that they stopped that. They stopped that. So, so. I was grandfather clause in. <clears throat> um, but um, because of my working with Social Security, you can only make a certain amount a month. Right. And I am just a little bit over. Okay. So, so did you lose your? I lost my Social Security. So now I'm living off of alimony and my job, and job. which is part-time. Well, I just want to, uh, first of all, again, honor you for, you know, not sitting back and waiting and not using your, your condition as an excuse and going out there. And, and I think this is what we're asking is that if you, uh, to help Candace, because now you're living, because you went through your savings, your right. living arrangement is right. now stressed, right? Right, my living arrangement is stressed. Um, I've been in the same house for seven and a half years. And my landlord and I have a great relationship, um, but he's older and he's he's tired and he wants to retire. Um, he's selling the house from underneath me, underneath me pretty much. And um, because I went through all my savings and I'm not getting Social Security anymore, um, I'm really struggling right now. I did just apply for food stamps, but I really don't want to depend on the state because my daughter said to me about, I want to say, two or three weeks ago that a state life is a poor life. And um, right. I want to be able, I want, I want more in 24. You want more in 24. And that was my goal. In 2023, I took care of me, got mentally stable, better stuff. And in 2004, I want more. And I feel that now that I've lost my social security, God's putting a path for me to make 2024 more abundance, better life, more living, more of everything. That's beautiful. I'm just stuck right now because I can become homeless within about a month. And I found two homes that are completely handicapped accessible for me. I just, because of COVID, I lost all my savings. And I'm kind of... Right. So if, you, so if you know any, if you can help or you know anyone, we're going to, again, go to, it's at the bottom of the screen, search GoFundMe lady with ALS needs. And I'm also gonna put this in the show notes of the podcast, so you can just click on there and make a donation. You know, every little bit helps. And you, you can definitely do that. Um, so please do that. I want to, we're gonna grab a couple shares from our live audience, and then I wanna hear what, what uh, Candace would, would say, you know, what your message would be. And also what we wanna share, why don't we do that? Get, get up, get your, yeah, get the, the okay. we got a, I asked Candace for a poem or a quote that she relies on that, uh, to, that inspires her. So hold on to that. Okay. So we also have a question. Absolutely. What treatments did you partake? Was one of the questions from Janie here. Um, I have never done any treatments. I've never taken any drugs. 
um, for the ALS. Wow. And that is because um, if you listen to my story that Austin's talking about, I describe what ALS does to our bodies. And it usually only gives you a few extra months to live. It's not going to change the outcome. And in this story, you'll hear usually you'll hear the outcome. So I chose no medications, and I also say my body got it naturally, and I'm going to fight it the natural wow, way. Wow, that's a great philosophy. That's a great philosophy. And again, this is not forever. This is not advice. I think with anything that you're going through, you need to find your path. And I, so I want to be clear on that. Yes. And later today, I'm going to be with Dr. Philip Mack. He's a former MD, and he 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 basically is not an MD anymore, he's, he's focusing on holistic. So that's gonna be later mm -hmm. today. So I wanna encourage you, that's gonna be this afternoon. And these will both be up on the podcast. And yeah, and, and I love this, you never felt sorry for yourself and you raised your children beautifully. So that's a beautiful message from Pam. And Pam is somebody that grew up with my mom. Oh, okay. Yes, she's known me since diapers. So she knows, okay. She knows me before I was sick Wow. my mom. Yep. So why don't you share what you have here. This is a beautiful message for everybody today. And I had no problem. As soon as Austin said, what do you, what is your, your, um, I want, I say my rock, my yeah. feeling. I knew right away. I didn't came, even hesitate. didn't hesitate. It came right in your head. Okay. So mine is Philippians 4, 11, 14. Okay. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me the strength. Yes, it was good of you to share in my troubles. I love that last line. Yes, it was good of you to share in my troubles. And how many of you have people that have shared in your troubles throughout your life? And I think it's a good message to, to do that. And you're, now you need more people to share their troubles to help yes. you get through this rough time. So again, if you can make a donation, that's great. Um, and I, I just want to put out there, like, not only do I work, um, I'm also very active in my community. Um, I belong to a Better Together Committee and Council of my town, and we're trying to bring equity and unification of all races, sexuality, religious and we do that and I'm also something called more belonging and that is a nonprofit for adults and children who have neural diversity neurological autism ALS MS Alzheimer's dementia and in that group we're trying to bring more awareness to the population and um, so I just don't focus on my my situation. You're, you're serving. I'm serving for all. I'm glad and, you brought that up. And I would love to go out there and advocate and speak to people regarding that whatever situation you're given, it's, it's your mindset that also helps with it. So what I want to do, Candace is for hire or you want to mm -hmm. talk to her to come out and speak with your group? Let me put the email up. So Candace's email is donovanci627 at gmail.com. That's Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, C like cat, I like igloo, 627 at gmail.com. Send Candace an email to hire or potentially chat with her about 
speaking with your group to share her story of overcoming. I think it's a, a you know, you've been given a rare gift. Yes. Well yes. And now you have now you want to give to others and tell your story, and I think this is the perfect time to do it. Yes, it is. And I always tell people, don't feel sorry for me. I was given this for a purpose and a reason. That's beautiful, Candace. Thank you. It's beautiful. Uh, I want to thank you for being with me today and thank you sharing for having this time me. and sharing your story. And I can't encourage you enough to share this. And if you're on the live stream, if you're on the YouTube, this is a listener-supported show, okay? And if you want to support the show, let me know. But here's a way you can do it without taking a penny out of your pocket. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel or and or go over to the podcast, Austin James Haynes, and just subscribe or download something. I'm listener supported. It's uh, what I've learned. It takes a lot of effort to get through to get a message out there. Yes. If you don't have uh, big companies behind you that are pushing it. So your like, subscribe, share one time is a huge, huge help more more than you, you realize. So thank you for that. And I'm just going to share. I have a book coming out called Seeds of Infinitude. It's also a live event. It's called Poetry and Presence, and I'm told it's very therapeutic. I would love to give you a come. Well, you saw someone at the, at the, at the event. Yes, I yeah. did. Yes, I did. So here's a little teaser on that. And Candace, thank you again. Is there any final message before we sign off? No. I really appreciate having you. Thank you. That was nice. Thank you. And thank you to everybody listening alive or on the, on the playback. We thank you. And think about, you know, if you've been given some bad news, is there a way for you to turn that around? And even if you don't know the way yet, uh, maybe you're counting down and you start to count up again, like Candace did with her diagnosis going from six months, told she had six months to live, and now she's over 30 years. And now she's giving back to the community. So again, thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. Have a fantastic day.